0: Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line?
1: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is "Get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive."
0: Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus the bulbous walrus the name your price tool animals. only from progressive the owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. progressive casualty <laughs> insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
2: wendy's baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame and now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the breakfast baconator stacked with the fresh cracked egg sausage cheese and bacon and right now you can get a free breakfast baconator with purchase in the window So get to Wendy's and always be baconating. We got offer
1: available if participating in US Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required.
2: Feels good, baby.
0: I will be back here. I will be back here. And I will be back. Welcome to the 4th and Gold Podcast, we are back. Uh, the 49ers drop the game to the Saints, as expected, unfortunately. The Niners kept it competitive. Um, I just There's not much to say when a team as decimated as the 49ers are, and they still come out and compete. Uh, Matt, what's going on, buddy?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this game is, like you said, to be expected. Uh, they were up 10-0 <sighs> and early, and then yep. it all just went sideways, we'll, we'll jump into why that all happened, but... Uh, you know, this is this is the silver lining of this one is they moved up the draft boards. So every loss they take this year, you know, it's moves them up and up. Um, they had no business being competitive with the Saints, as decimated as they are. And yeah. uh, they made it actually somewhat entertaining to watch. It's very frustrating uh, in certain times. <laughs> very frustrating in certain times. But uh, over, overall, overall, I, I'm, not as, I'm not as bummed out as I thought I was going to be. Let me put it that way.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not bummed out at all. The... What, what do we ask? The Niners keep it competitive. What are we saying? You know, run the ball. Special teams gonna be a, a factor. Put Tavarius more out there. Those things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Niners lose twenty-seven and thirteen. They fall to four and six. They are now picking fourteenth in the NFL draft. Um, last season at this time, we were talking about a team that was uh, what, ten and one or 11, nine and one, whatever. Mm-hmm. Things change in the NFL very, very quickly. The windows shut, windows close quickly. Um, with the Niners' case, I don't think that window is getting there. I think it's more so when you lose a bunch of guys and you have all these injuries, yet you're still competitive. You look to have a bounce-back year the following year, and I think that's where the Niners are right now. Now, could the Niners go on a run when they get these guys healthy after the bye? Potentially. It's possible. If they're competing against the Saints the way they did, if special teams doesn't fail them the way they did uh, today, the Niners possibly win this game. Um, you know when you when your special teams put you in a position to where the defense has to have to has to defend a collective 43 yards on two drives you're gonna you're gonna give up points and that's 14 points given up on on drives of 43 yards combined mm-hmm. like that is less than half the field on two drives. Yeah. So the defense is already in a in a bad position. Um, you know, Nick Mullen's gotta be better. Richie James, you know, you you, you had a big game against Green Bay, you had a nice couple of receptions in this game, but that that muff punt is massive in this loss to the Saints. Um, where do the Niners go from here, man? What what do you what do you think is the, the message uh from Kyle Shanahan now?
1: I don't know what the message is gonna be, but I, I gotta tell you where they need to go is if if there's a player that's not in the long term plans and you know yeah. that you're moving on from of this year, they need to be off the field. They absolutely need to be off the field. Um, guys like Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon. I love Jarek McKinnon. I was rooting for him to come back and, and just show what he could yeah. do in Shanahan's offense, but he has completely lost all burst and speed out of the backfield. Yeah. And when that's the case, I mean, I don't know what you want anyone to do. I don't know what you want anyone to do because he can't get it going. 18 carries for 33 yards. That's less than two yards a carry. Yeah. If you take out yeah. his long of nine, he has 17 carries for 24 yards. That's uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. I know the offensive line wasn't great today, but guys like McKinnon need to be off the field. If you're not, if, you're, if, if there's any inkling that you might want to keep a guy around long-term, that time is now. The time is now. It's, it's time to put them on the field and let them play and see what you got. Because, man, we find this all to race more play today. What to do? He causes a fumble. <laughs> he strips Taysom Hill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are these guys this
0: not – This isn't brain surgery. Like, yeah. what, what are we doing? What are we doing at this point?
1: Yeah, I just I, – so the message, I mean, the message has to be, like, it's not over. As the coach, you have to say that. It's not over. Look, we can build up this. We have you know, we have a bye week. Let's get healthy. Let's come back, re energized and ready to go. It is over. <laughs> I mean, the season's, yeah. season's done. It, 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 they're missing too many key guys. But as the coach, that can't be the message. It can't be, hey, guys, we're just we're packing in, and we're playing for 2021. The message is we can still do this, and you want to see some of these young guys get on the field and succeed. Cause we saw quite a few young guys stand out today. It looked really good, so –
0: It's just yeah,
1: it's what it is at this point.
0: Yeah, you know, and like it's it's hard to even be mad. You know, when you have three turnovers the way the Niners had them, you you're going to put your defense in a bad position. And you know, no one should be pointing the finger at Robert Sala today. No one should be pointing the finger at the defense. They played their ass off for sixty minutes. It doesn't get much better than what they were doing. Um, you know, bullshit call on Contavia Street Mm -hmm. that changes the drive. You have, you know, C- Kerry Hyder and Javon Kinlaw playing their ass off, getting pressure up the middle. Um, you know, we saw uh, Eric Armstead flash a couple times. Jimmy Ward almost had a pick. The word almost is going to be like his career, like almost got something done. Um, and <laughs> that's the frustrating part with him. Um, there's just...
1: And the, the crazy thing is after that Ward dropped interception, that's when we got Richie James's muff punt.
0: Yeah, like... You, you have to take care of the opportunities that are afforded to you, and Jameis, I I was like, man, he's going to give the ball away. Like, LASIK Jameis was going to do it, and right when I said it, he threw that ball, and Jimmy Ward needs to come down with that. Like, you have to come down with those those opportunities, and that's unfortunate, man. It's just, you know, this, this team is well-coached. You know, I don't subscribe to the bullshit that's on Twitter about, oh, well... Kyle Shanahan, you you, know. you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know how many people I need to explain in the DMs on the basic fundamentals of football. Kyle Shanahan is dialing things up to hide his quarterbacks, and he does so in a manner that wins games. Now, does he need help at his quarterback position? Yes, he needs his quarterback to stop turning it over uh-huh. and throwing it to the underneath, the underneath the fender. He needs his right tackle to not be on his ass every fourth play. And his right guard to just be just to be serviceable, and things will happen. We saw this offense move today; mm-hmm. like they were moving the ball
1: early in with, the game. Early in the game, it was a thing. Yeah, that first drive like, was absolutely surgical. What are we surgical. talking about? That first that first drive was surgical. Nick Mullins didn't make any dumb throws. He was completing passes. Uh, they're getting the ball to Ayuk in space. Uh, McKinnon still had a little bit of burst early on in the game, um, and he was able to to make some plays happen. Uh, but they just moved it right down the field, and it just felt like that felt like 2020, or excuse me, 2019. That felt like 2019, and then and then the defense comes out and it's a three and a three and out. They shut the, they shut the Saints' offense down, and they get the ball right yeah. back, and they drive right back down the field, and then they have to settle for three, and a short three at that. It's and that's when everything goes oh shit it's 2020 let's revert back to that because that's exactly what happened after that because the ensuing kickoff. They let the guy go for 75 yards. Mitch Wisnowski, who everybody tells me is an elite tackler, tackles Jimmy Ward instead of the fucking kick returner. And that guy goes and gets it down to the 25. And then after that, you have that Contavious Street play. And you have all this stuff. And it just started to snowball and snowball and snowball. And it just, it, they lost control of the game right there. They lost control. And they give up 17 unanswered points in the second quarter after being a yeah. 10-0. That's why this team is 4-6. and six, And that's why the Saints are 7-2. and two. Yeah, it's it's frustrating to watch because early on in the game, I really thought they were gonna. I really thought they were gonna be super competitive. The way the defense was playing, the offense and the special teams absolutely fucking failed the defense. The defense oh, yeah. played well enough to win this football game. The defense did exactly what you needed them to do. We said, I said, one of my keys to the game was get some semblance of a pass rush. They had that today. Mm-hmm. They had pass rush today, and it showed how impactful that is. We saw Terrius Moore making plays at the safe position. Marcel Harris came up with two fumble recoveries. We had even Jimmy Ward before the drop pick, which is really egregiously bad, he was playing pretty well. Yep. The linebackers were playing pretty well. I mean you could play in a guy like Alvin Kamara. You know what you're getting. Yeah. You know they're just gonna throw swing passes to him and you know he's an elite guy once he has the ball in his hands. But as far as rushing, eight carries for fifteen yards. Bro. They they, okay. they bottled up the rushing game with the exception of like three plays.
0: And you can't this test. is uh, oh, th- this is the frustrating part because I'm reading this now. Drew Brees, eight completions on 13 attempts, 76 yards, mm-hmm. one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, six of 10 for 63 yards. Mm-hmm. They threw the ball for 139 yards total. Total. The defense did their job here. When you have special teams, um, you know. Muffing punts in, in – oh, my goodness. Now I'm just going to get mad now. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, held, they, held,
1: they held the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome to 250 <laughs> yards.
0: This is not coaching. This is ex- poor execution by the players.
1: I, I, I mean total, total yards for the Saints, 237 after you factor in sacks. 237 total yards for the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. They just went out and beat the fucking brakes off the Bucks, thirty-eight to three. The Bucks defense isn't slouch defense. They held New Orleans to two of twelve on third down. Two of twelve on third down, and they lost this football game. I don't. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you get a defense that just comes out. They. they Held the ball for 33 minutes. They did all the things we said we need them to do to win the game, and like four plays, fucked it all away. They had a pass rush. They, they were efficient on third down uh, defensively. They, they controlled the clock. They ran the, They did all the things that you needed them to do, and they still lost. This feels like 2018 all over again. We're watching the 2018 49ers, all the way down to Nick Mullins as a starting quarterback. CJ Beathard made a, a celebrity shot in beer pong. Today. It's just I, I I don't know what to I, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. This 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 was it's the best we've seen out of this defense and the amount of pieces they're missing that they should have won this game. Yeah, they should have won. For
0: the, this game. Yeah, and that's that's the, that's the best part for the amount of pieces that are missing for them to show up the way they did. And I you know I fully expect the defense to show up every week because you have a leader like Fred Warner. You have hmm. um... You know, a guy like Kerry Hyder who plays balls to the wall every week. You you know, you have dudes who are gonna who are gonna show up and play, and that's the positive of of, of that. So there's no moral victories. Um, I think you take away these turnovers. This is a completely different game. Um, The Niners, you know, held their own. Yes, we know there was some issues with protection, but for the most part, the Niners' defense did their job, and the offense moved when it needed to move. But we need better quarterback play. Does Jimmy Garoppolo win this game? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I mean, Nick, you're not getting much more out of Jimmy that you that you get out of Nick uh, in some cases, and this might have been one of those games because Mike McGlinchey was 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 bad again, and they kept rushing this you know safe this corner blitz or this slot blitz um, with Carter John with uh, Gardner Johnson who is probably out for the year. He looks like he tore something in his bice- in his tricep and then uh injury news um, to Michael Hasty is out for the year with a broken collarbone. Yep. So Coleman and, and Mostert should be back after the bye. That is going to help this 49ers team uh be, you know, much better going forward. Um I, I'm not upset about this game. I'm just upset about how some of this stuff played out like yep. mm-hmm. you know, you you you're you're wasting away Great play calls by Kyle. Great play calls by Sala. Like special teams should not be what loses you games. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it on the last pod. You know, special teams can be a factor. And I, you know, that was me. The reason I brought that up because last season when we played the Saints, that number eleven guy was killing us in the kick return game, and I was like, man, we got to stop that guy. Mm-hmm. And then he burns us. But we get him to muff a punt. That helps. We get three points out of that. Um, those things matter that that's, you know, there's three phases of the game and that's a big part of it sometimes. And this week it showed its ugly face with two muff punts or I'm sorry, the one muff pump by by Richie James and then Trent Taylor, like what the fuck are you doing, bro? Catch the ball. Even Kyle says it. Kyle said it after the game. Catch the ball. Yeah. That, that ball needs to be caught. There's like, no reason not. What are you doing here?
1: I don't understand why he didn't. It, it, he just like stopped five yards before it landed. And it's not like it was inside the five. Yeah. You don't want to catch an inside the five, but like What? Why? Yeah. And why are you using your man voice and telling everybody to get the fuck away? That's yeah. That it was like Kyle Williams all over again, man. Like yeah. just get away from it. And, and and you know Ken Webster, you know he's going to catch a lot of flack for it because he's the guy. But that's really on Trent. Taylor. That's one hundred percent on Trent Taylor. And Trent Taylor is just he doesn't have a spot in the team.
0: Yeah. He didn't have
1: a single target. I lo- I love Trenton. I have his jersey at it. I was so excited when he got when he was a rookie. Fifth round pick. I really thought this guy was gonna be an elite slot receiver. I thought I thought they drafted Wes Welker. And then his foot injuries have just slowed all his quickness. And and he just <laughs> Goddamn Punt Returner shouldn't be losing your football games. <laughs> but that's it. That's uh. all that's all there is to it. Punt returner should not be losing you. Football games, um, and but you know let's let's talk about some of the good because there was a lot of good. We already talked about the defense. Brandon Ayuk, I'm gonna let you go off on Brandon Ayuk. Because Brandon Ayuk, was seven for seventy-five in a touchdown today, and I had him. He like, could have had more my fantasy teams, and he could have had a lot more if a quarterback knew how to throw a back shoulder pass, if a quarterback knew how to put it out in front of him, just put it where it needs to go. So you know, you take off and talk about Ayuk for us.
0: Look, Ayuk is Ayuk is everything I thought he'd be, and and. Even more, because I didn't think he was, I didn't think he blocked as well as he has so far this season in college. And that's showing up on tape. And then, you know, you see him, you know, just he's getting open regardless of the quarterback. And he just needs a quarterback to get him the ball, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever the hell is coming in next season. You have a stud. And that's the I think that's the most frustrating part about this 49ers team is we have the weapons. Finally, the things we've been begging for since Terrell Owens, we have two of them. Debo and Ayuk, and we have a great tight end. We've had that for a while. We've run a Davis. And mm-hmm. then of course, you know, we've had, we've had really good tight ends for a long time. Um, so you got Kittle, you got Ayuk, you got Debo and this, this three headed monster could be so dangerous if we just had a quarterback. And that's the, the story of this season, the quarterback play, whether yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is fine, but right now he's not available. And that's the story of his career with the Niners. He hasn't been available enough for this team. Um, but Brandon Ayuk, from blocking to running routes to doing all the misdirection stuff, he's everything that you wanted. He got 14 targets today, seven receptions, 75 yards, um, and a touchdown. And that's what—that's all you can ask for out of the guy. And you know, I had him higher than Rugs. I had him higher than uh, C.D. Lamb. I had Judy one. Ayuk two. And then the rest of the guys kind of fell in order, you know, for me. And I, I'm super happy that we—he is a Niner. Um, You know, we'll get into it later, but he was my player of the game. I can just say that now he was player of the game He was doing everything he could for this team Um, And it just you know, it just sucks that we we haven't found the quarterback yet get Kyle Shanahan a quarterback and watch what happens with this team
1: Yeah, that's really all there is to it. Just get him somebody That can do this Get him someone that can run his offense because if he can if you get anybody that can run his offense The team's gonna be dangerous. It's gonna be dangerous and 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 I've said it a ton. I don't think the answer to the quarterback position is on the roster. I don't. So they're going to have to go find somebody, whether it's a veteran, someone like Sam Darnold, someone like Matt Ryan, someone like Matt Stafford, or they go out and get a rookie. I don't know what it's going to be, but they need to get someone that can efficiently run this offense because it's so frustrating having to bring in your third-string quarterback on third and twenty-one, because your starter, your starting quarterback can't throw the ball. They brought in CJ Beathard yeah. literally to throw a third and twenty-one pass. <laughs> it was his only job tonight was to go out there and bomb it out because Nick Mullins doesn't have the arm strength to do it. And the shit of it is, Richie James actually beat the defenders. Nice double yeah, and he's move underthrown. Nice double move, and then the guy you brought in to chuck it downfield underthrew it. I. I I, I don't know, and that—I mean—that that was just the start of that. Oh, downhill, downhill, downhill. Down. Um, but you know, back to good. Um, Jordan Reed had made one of the best catches I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I, that was amazing.
1: Let one-handed, left hand, just dip down and get a ball that Nick Mullins tried to throw into the dirt for unknown reasons, and scoop it up and make a play, and then they didn't go for it on fourth and one, whatever. Um. Tarverius Moore got on the field and played, and played well. Kerry Hyder is a hustle machine. I don't think he's the starter at edge. I don't think he's somebody you want to be the starter at edge. Um, but he's absolutely somebody you want on your team. And you want him to get 10, 15 snaps a game as a pass rusher and just be that hustle machine and get after the quarterback. And he did a great job of that today. Javon Kinlaw played his best game as a pro. Today was his best game as a pro. He was all over the place he Sack and a half is what he was credited with. Um, first first sack of his career, so congratulations to Javon. That's awesome. Um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more from him. And, oh, yeah. You know, this, this guys like Kendrick Bourne, four catches, 26 yards, doesn't jump, um, but he fought for all 26 of those yards. Oh,
0: so yeah, for, especially the one, he for the first one where steps. he took the ball away from uh, DeMario Davis. Was it Davis that he took it the was, ball away from? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah he snatched it away from DeMario Davis. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a guy like Jamar Taylor played really well today too. I thought, for someone whose job is to cover Michael Thomas out of the slot, Michael Thomas had two catches for 27 yards. I mean, this box score is oh god damn, this is so frustrating. <laughs> if you looked at this box, I know score,
0: I'm looking you, at it. Yeah, I'm watching, if, looking at it now. If
1: you looked at this box score and you didn't see the final score, and you just looked at the Saints box score, you'd be like, how fucking badly did the Saints get beat? God bless. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's awful. It's awful. Um, oh, so, I, you asked where do they go from here. <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, I'm at a loss. I'm completely at a loss. Yeah. Here. Um. They, they go into the bye week. What, what do you think that the 49ers are going to focus on in the bye week?
0: I mean, getting healthy. That's the biggest thing. They have to get healthy. You got guys like um, Mostert supposed to come back. You got Tevin Coleman supposed to come back. Maybe George Kittle comes back. I remember Kittle mentioned something about, you know, give me two weeks, I'll be back. I, I think he doesn't come back for the Rams game. Uh, Sherman should be back. So that's three guys. Um, Ronnie Blair, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, you, you get some of those guys back. But the effort today is good enough to to win you games. Now, if, if you know, your special teams doesn't blow this game for you, you this is potentially a different result. The Niners dominated defensively on this game they gave them short fields and your defense can only hold for so long that's just not you know it's not a sustainable um way of playing football and that's you know that's just the case um where do they go from here y- you just got to remain competitive throughout the rest of the season hmm. you're four and six at this point can you get to seven and nine can you get to six and ten you know that's kind of where i'm at with this team you know, as long as you stay competitive against the Rams, you stay competitive against the Seahawks, you, you compete against the Arizona Cardinals, and you beat the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team, I'm fine. You know, as a fan, I'm fine. I understand the deficiencies on this team, um, and the deficiency is going to be with the quarterback. It's going to be with the injuries mounting. That's, that's the problem with this team, and that's the unfortunate part, because Kyle Shanahan is not. Robert Sala is not. The problem here, the, the team shows up every week, competes. They, you know, the scheme, the schemes work. There, are there some questionable calls? Of course there's going to be questionable calls. Mm-hmm. Nitpicking about a fourth and one, eh, I'm not going to nitpick a fourth and one. You know, there's, there's reasons for that. Um, now the fourth and one where they punted earlier on in the game, I would have went for it there. The other one I wouldn't have gone for because the defense is playing really well. So that's fine. You know, I would have reversed the fourth and ones that they went for. That's mm-hmm. what I would have done. Yeah. Um, just stay, just stay competitive, you know. And you build, you build on the, the young guys that are there. Like you mentioned, Tavares Moore is there. You know, see what you got in Kerry Hyder. I think we know what what he is, but at the same time, could this could this be a guy who who gets an extension, who comes back next year, who could be, you know, maybe he's the D four replacement next year, where he's in a rotational pass situation. Mm-hmm. He's cheaper than D. That's a plus. That is a plus. Yes. Uh, getting valuable reps for Javon Kinlaw on in the interior next to Eric Armstead. That is a plus. Um. Seeing what you have in Jordan Willis, he could come back. He didn't play very bad. He didn't play terrible today. He looked okay. That's another guy you can have as a rotational defensive end uh, if you need to give Bosa or whoever you may bring in next year a blow and get him some reps. DJ Jones is getting valuable reps. He looked great again. Shout out to his dad for the barbecue sauce. Um, it's there's, there's plenty of talent here um, that can, is getting developed through these losses, and that's kind of where I'm at. That's the upside of, of these losses that I see.
1: Yeah, looking look at the schedule. Um, so they have the bye week coming up, and after that they go to the Rams, they're home back to back against the Buffalo Bills and the Washington football team, then they travel to the Cowboys, to Arizona, home against Seattle. I will take three and three in those games as a massive victory. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I would say that's a massive victory. I think this is a six and ten football team. I I, I mm-hmm. honestly think that's what it's gonna be. But I think they beat Dallas, I think they beat Washington. Um the Rams, we don't know what the Rams are. The 49ers consistently play them tough. Um, uh, but Arizona's looking better and better each week. DeAndre Hopkins is a god. I don't know how he came down with that ball today. And then the Seahawks, we kind of already saw what happens with the Seahawks. Uh I I would take three I would take seven and nine as a massive victory for this team.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They
1: got to seven and nine, considering that eighty million dollars worth sitting on IR right now would just be unreal. That would be an unreal comeback. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's all out right now. It's just survive the rest of the year. See what you got mm-hmm. in these guys. See what you got in young guys. Get them reps. Get them on the field and, and, and plan for the future. Because, yes, technically they yeah. are still alive in the playoff hunt, but they would probably have to go 6-0 to make the playoffs at 10-6. Maybe 9-7. Yeah, and Maybe 9-7 and this week's but then you have to go 5-1. and And in the teams I just listed, there's not five wins there. Unless the entire twenty nineteen roster comes back and it reassembles, there's not five wins there. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. So they're really just survive. It's like Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. You know, survive. It's all they got to do. Um, but let's let's kick it over to what was your play of the game?
0: Um, play of the game. You know, it's not. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but the play of the game. The words were really just kind of flipped. And you know, basically, put the game out of reach was the Richie James muff punt. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get them to go. I think it was three and out, or you get them in the, in a long fourth down situation, and they punt the ball away, um, and you muff it. You know, that's right after the Jimmy Ward near interception, and that just you know you give that you you put your defense back on the field in a short field situation. I let me find a. Um, I have it here. Let me see here. Um. Uh, let's see here, so, yeah, so they, you get, you get the ball, you get, you start the ball at the 22, like, you give the Saints the ball at the 22-yard line, after, you you know, after that long punt, and you can't do that, you, you're you giving your defense no room for error, no room to breathe, and that put the game, for, it went from 20, 10, 20 to 10 to 27 to 10, and that was it, that was the game, that's ball game. Um, You can't you can't do that. And that's where this game just went away from the Niners. They were still in it at 20 to 10. I really thought they had a chance to at least cut into the lead, you know, come back down, get a field goal. You down to seven. Your defense is playing well. You can kind of hang on. But when you give your defense no shot to to breathe at the 22 yard line, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And that was pretty much the ball game right there that ended it. Obviously, the final score was 27 to 13. But You know, if you don't muff that punt, you're sitting at 20-10, to you potentially drive down the field, you get yourself in a scoring position, you can figure some things out. The game script changes. Um, But yeah, that that really, that Richie James muff punt sealed the fate of the Niners tonight.
1: Yeah. um, I'm also going to go kind of negative with this one, and I'm going to jump on a little bit of a soapbox here. The 49ers aren't allowed to touch Drew Brees. Yeah. They're not allowed to touch Drew Brees. We had the Ahmad Brooks uh, hit from a couple years ago. I was in boot camp for it, and I got crushed because I tried to watch it while I was at the Chow Hall and the drill instructors caught me, and it was not very much fun for the next two weeks. Uh, and I happened to see that hit, and I happened to see the flag. And that's just when I, when I was able to look at it. Contavious Street today made a good inside move to beat the guard. Swim move right past him. He hits Drew Brees. He lands... Sort of. Sort of on Drew Brees, but most of his body weight was off to the side. And it's because he bounced off the left tackle. Contavious Street crushed Drew Brees. Basically knocked him out of the game. Kind of like like the Jimmy injury against the Jets. They let him finish out the half and then went with James Winston in the second half. That was on first and ten, and it was going to be second and 17. Something like that. But the flag comes out. Mm Mm-hmm. And, for the, li- and for, for the life of me, I can't figure out what the fuck is a defender supposed to do? If you can't touch... It was textbook. He didn't hit him high. He didn't hit him low. He didn't land on him. He did everything right. Mm-hmm. Cantavius Street did everything right. They throw the flag, and it pulls the air out of the defense for that drive. A touchdown was a foregone conclusion at that point. And that was when they got Kamara's first... First touchdown after Drew Brees fumbled the ball, picked it up, and threw it over Joel. I don't know what you want defenders to do. And it, it sends a really, really shitty message that you're going to protect these quarterbacks like Drew Brees at any cost. And it's something we've seen throughout his entire career. Him and Tom Brady are like the two, they want to make sure they stay healthy and they want to make sure they're not allowed to be touched. It's fucking football. Guys yeah. are going to get hit, guys are going to get hurt. It's the nature of the game. And when you make a call like that, it completely flips the way the defense has been playing. When you, when you do something like that, it's it's such horseshit. It's shit. and it completely changed the the tone of the game. It completely changed it. And after that, I I think as soon as that play happened, I was like, right, this game's over. They're up 10-0, and I'm thinking, this game's over. Because if they're not going to be able to hit Drew Brees, they're not going to be able to do what they need to do as a defender, they're, they're, they're fucked. And that's basically what happened. C- Contavia Street, awesome play, man! Awesome play. Oh yeah, you hit him exactly the way you're supposed to hit him. You did everything right,
0: and yeah, that was you did everything such...
1: right. And that's that's my play of the game because I think that's when completely That's when the momentum flipped. That's when it changed. It was it was it's it's, it's one of the worst calls I've seen this year. Easily yeah. one of the worst so, calls I've seen this year.
0: Carry Hider one sack. Jordan Willis half a sack, Javon Kinlaw one and a half sacks. You know we got th- you had three sacks, you know today against, Drew Brees and, and James Winston. You know that's that's a good day. You know Niners were averaging four last year. They just haven't been able to do that this year. I thought the defensive line played well. I thought Javon Kinlaw was dominant today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there's that 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 penalty just changes everything. That's you know that's a third down. That goes right to first, and you extend the drive, and it, they score right. You know, they score pretty much right after that. It's just, it's such horseshit. You know, you're making it harder on defenses every week to even to do anything. Like it's, it's, it's horseshit. It's, it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, yeah. So the, the the sack came on, yeah, sack came on second and ten, and it would have been a ten yard loss. So it would have been. Oh, I'm sorry, an eight yard loss. So that would have been third and eighteen. Third and eighteen. Which one was my first? And you can, in the
1: game. Keep him in third oh and long. Oh God! Keep him in third and long. And then long.
0: you, you force the yeah, exactly. You force him in the third and long. You're likely going to end up with a field goal out of this, um, and that changes the whole complexion of the game. It goes from, you know, ten to ten to three to ten to ten instead of being ten to six. Essentially, Niners be up by four. You change the game script of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, now the Niners didn't do anything with their next possession. They had ten plays. Um, for 43 yards, and they just didn't do anything with it, and, and a lot of it had to do with Mike McGlinchy being put on his ass, like, a ton in this game. <laughs> you know, it, it's not to pick on Mike, but there's, like, there's a reason they're overloading on your side, and I, it's on tape at this point. Like, either you're, you're getting, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is with, with Mike McGlinchy here, but it's, um, it is frustrating to see, and it, it's, a, it's drive killers, um, you know, but, ugh. I'm like I, I'm not like I'm not pissed. It's just it's just this this game was winnable mm-hmm. and it just it just shows the brilliance of Kyle and Robert Sala on how well they do their job on the offense and defensive side. Yep. Because this game was winnable as undermanned as they were.
1: Yeah, they did a masterful job today. Um like I said you can nitpick some of the play calls and it wasn't perfect, but uh he was he was pretty good and, and the coaches put the players in a position to win today. Um and this might be a blessing in disguise because maybe Robert Sala doesn't get a head coaching job out of this in the 49ers. get one more year with him as defensive coordinator to let yeah. him do his thing. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's some good news there. Uh, who, how about your player of the game? Who, who stood out to you as the guy that really made the biggest impact today?
0: Yeah, we mentioned him, Brendan Ayuk. I, I thought he was excellent all day today. Um, honorable mention goes to Trent Williams. I don't think Trent let a pressure on his side from what I saw. I thought Trent Williams was outstanding mm-hmm. today. But Brandon Ayuk is just... And part of it is me wanting to um, pat myself on the back because mm-hmm. I was studying this guy and studying him all through the draft process. And I was like, okay, this guy is, is the guy for Kyle Shanahan. And and so, you know, they go pick him, Cool. I'm like, all right, cool. It works. And then he gets in the offense. Oh, wow. There is explosion here. There's so many ways to use this guy and the Niners are using him the best they can, given the circumstances. And I thought he played an excellent game. He's a big, big play threat. Every time he touches the ball, we just need time for the quarterback to throw it and the quarterback to get the ball to him. Um, so going forward, I think Brandon Ayuk is gonna be a guy who's gonna develop into a star. Whether that's this year or next, uh, Brandon Ayuk is well on his way, in my personal opinion, uh, to being, you know, wide receiver one and, you know, being a guy who will compete with DK Metcalf, you know, in the next year or so, as far as the top guy in the NFC West. Well, Hopkins is still a top guy, but you know what I mean. He's going to be in that conversation of those guys yeah. going forward.
1: Yeah, everybody's going to be playing second field to DeAndre Hopkins because he's just on another level. He's the best receiver in football. I don't really care what you have to say about it. Um, my player of the game, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and his goddamn yes. slot blitz Then apparently Nick Mullins doesn't recognize. Even, I mean, Nick Mullins didn't recognize it. Uh, Jerry McKinnon couldn't pick it up in pass protection. When when Mark Schlereth of all people is pointing out how easy it is to read what he's going to do before the play, as soon as he <laughs> as soon as he's lined up in the slot with a safety over the top of him, and he's looking in the backfield, he's blitzing. Nick Mullins just refused to acknowledge this. Yeah. And and it's just I don't get it. I, I don't understand <laughs> how you don't how you don't do that. How you don't, I don't, I don't. take care of that. Um, so he made life hell for the 49ers offense today and really single-handedly kept the Saints in the game. There's multiple drives he ended with his play. There's multiple drives where he made it second and 16, and all of a sudden, well, shit. Nothing we can do about it now because we know the offense can't play from behind the sticks. So John C, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I think it was Chauncey who was coming out of the draft. C.J. Gardner-Johnson um, with probably a torn tricep. Shane, you know, wish him wish him well. Yeah. Wish him wish him he comes back healthy and ready to go again because uh he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch even though he's coming yeah, after he is. even though he's coming after the 49ers today. Um but yeah, I thought he was just incredible. <laughs> you know, eight tackles, one sack, two tackles for a loss, three quarterback hits, a pass deflection. I mean the guy was everywhere. The guy was everywhere today and, and he really won this game for the Saints. Not, you know, obviously yeah. not single handedly, but he's the guy. He's the guy that, that made everything go. Demario Davis also played an incredible game as well. So Demario Davis deserves, oh, yeah. deserves some love too for, for the defense of the Saints. But I thought Gardner Johnson was just the more important player today. I think I think he did more for the team, even though his stat sheet
2: says Demario did more.
0: Yeah, I thought Gardner Johnson had a hell of a game. Um, who who did look not too good was Quan. That was unfortunate, kind of. I I mean. He's not a Niner anymore, so we can pick on him, but he didn't look very good either. He was missing tackles, you know. That's, um, yeah, we know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, I mean, I guess I right now, I like all I want to do is take up for Kyle Shanahan and, and this coaching staff because it's just, it's mind-boggling to see some of these takes, whether that be on Twitter or Facebook or just on the radio or, or there's... There's not much a guy can do when half his team is on IR. Mm-hmm. And the fact that these guys can move, the offense works, the offense moves, um, the defense is showing up week in and week out. That's a testament to the coaching staff. That's nothing. They're not doing they're not out here. Oh, you know, leaving guys, you know, to, to not be successful because when you, you know, I've seen that thrown around on Twitter a couple of times. Oh, you know, Kyle just doesn't put guys in in position to be successful. That's literally not how any of that works. Cause if guys aren't being successful in the field, that means the coach is not successful. Do you think Kyle Shanahan wants to continue to be under 500 for his record in his career? I don't think so. Nope. Like, I don't think so. Not one bit. That's a terrible take um, by a lot of folks who keep sending that. Like, don't, don't tweet that at me or don't send that to me. That's ridiculous. Um, for For how they looked, they, they looked bad against the Packers because they had no one. They looked bad against the Seahawks in the first half because, because the quarterback sucked. Like, he played terrible. Like, mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is. He played terrible. Like, it's okay to say that. Today Nick Mo, Nick Mullins, outside of a couple drives, played terrible. Uh-huh. Um McGlinchy looked bad. Like you can say these things without being, oh, you're not a you know, you, oh, you you don't you don't appreciate your guys. I don't they don't owe me shit and I don't owe them shit. Like that's just the way it goes. <laughs> like let's be real here. You know? Um, but for Kyle Shanahan, I'm gonna to i I'm always gonna pick the head coach in this scenario because we've seen what this team looks like without a head coach. We went through the hardball years of four. Awesome years, and then we went to Chip Kelly and Jim Tomsula, Sula, and that was miserable. I'm not gonna sit here and bitch and moan about Kyle Shanahan, who's not playing with a full deck. If you saw what he did with a full deck; he got to the Super Bowl. Yep.
1: The, I, like, uh, we, let's let's be real. We we couldn't defend Kyle Shanahan more than we already do. I generally just ignore those takes because it's like beating my head against a wall. If you, if you listen if you listen to us talk on here, you know what we think about the guy. You know what we think he's he's worth, and just. <sighs> Yeah, it, it, he is – we say it, he's not perfect. He's not he's not Jesus or Yahweh or whatever else you want to say. He's not that, but he is really, really damn good. And if the 49ers were to move on from him, 31 other teams would line up to get him.
0: In 20 seconds.
1: If, if the 49ers were to let him go right now, fire him for a four and six start, I promise you, I promise you every single team would be on the phone with his agent immediately immediately there's 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 there may be a team out there that would fire their head coach right now and hire him in the middle of the season <laughs> to take over like that's how doug
0: peterson be the first one
1: philly philly is calling like All right, you're out cool <laughs> out come on in like it, it, it's unreal how how quickly he would be picked up um but the 49ers are going into the bye week so we get a week without 49ers football so what do we have planned here at the fourth and fourth and podcast
0: um, I'm going to study some college tape, <clears throat> and uh, we got a special guest on Tuesday. Yeah, that you, you know, you somehow fucking pulled a rabbit out of your ass.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I pulled this. <laughs> I honestly, I, 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 sent a, I sent a tweet that said it was it was who deserved to win a championship but never did, and I said Joe, motherfucking Staley, and then underneath it I tagged him and I said, hey, come come chop it up, we'll drink beers, we'll hang out. And Joe Staley slid into my DMs and said, I'm down. So we are going to be talking with Joe Staley Tuesday night. I, I don't know how he pulled this off. Bro. I don't understand it. I, 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 when, I, when I almost jumped to the roof when I got that DM. Um, <laughs> so I, we are so excited to talk with him. We are so excited to talk with him. Um, he, he's like 75 pounds lighter. I'm going to give him a little bit of a hard time for that. Uh, we've been told nothing but good things about him as an interviewee. And he's just a blast to yeah. talk to. So please get ready for that. And then we'll be having another former former 49er on uh, next weekend as well. We'll be talking with mm-hmm. uh, Eric Bactiari, who's David Bactiari's younger brother or older brother, I think. Yep. And uh, but he played in. He's on the Harbaugh teams, and he was in the linebacker yeah. room with with Willis and Bowman. So we really can't wait to pick his brain about about what those guys were like and and hear his takes on guys like Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. So we've got a really fun fun week of stuff lined up to do because. It's the bye week, and we got to make some magic happen. So Joe Staley and Eric Baxiari are yeah. going to us. And this is sentences I never thought I would ever say, ever, ever. Joe fucking Staley is coming on the 4th and Gold podcast. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, never in a thousand years could I imagine that or really? envision that. Um, so stay tuned for that. We, um, I will continue to hype up the Zach Wilson train. <laughs> Sue me. I don't care if you don't like it. Um, I also like a whole bunch of other quarterbacks. Tell me who you like. Tell me who you want me to watch because I don't got shit else to do right now. Send stuff over. I want to watch. Um, and I think that's where I think that's where Niners fans should be looking at the quarterback position, seeing what we can do to upgrade this team. There's always guys to upgrade on this team. And that's not to diminish the guys that are here. It's just the way this sport works. It's a business. It's a business first. It's they don't care about our feelings and we shouldn't care about their feelings. That's kind of how I'm at where I'm at with it now. Being in this I guess you can say a podcast game. We're learning a lot of shit about the NFL and it's, it's kind of weird to be quite honest. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, let's, 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 uh, let's look, let's look forward. It's all right, man. It's okay to say some guy isn't doing the job, right? is isn't getting the job done. So, um, you know, guys out there who are interested in college football, let me know what you want me to watch. I'm not an expert. I'll give you my eyes and, you know, r- respond to all your messages. You guys know that I respond to them because I'm literally looking at my DMs right now. They are flooded. Um, hey and you, 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 uh, you tell people
1: to DM you, and then you're like surprised when they do it. So
0: no, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I just, you know, I appreciate. it. I listen. I got two kids. They don't, they don't know shit about football, and my wife doesn't know shit about football. So there's really nothing to talk about in this house except for making sure the kids eat, they get a bath, um, the dog went to the bathroom. You know, my wife's job and whatever else. Like, there's really not much else to discuss. It's quarantine <laughs> here down in Texas. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the Niners fall to 4-6. and This is just a rough year for the 49ers. They are, to me, this loss just gives me more hope about what's to come in 2021. Because if you're able to compete like this with a better team right now, a healthier team, Mm -hmm. what would this team look like when they're fully healthy, when they have a Nick Bosa, when they have an upgraded quarterback, or even just Jimmy Garoppolo. We can even say Jimmy here in this case. Um, What would they look like with a healthy Debo, a healthy Mostert, if they make an improvement to center and the right guard position? How there's there's pieces here that need to be replaced and upgraded and they're still moving the ball and, and operating at a high level with the guys that they have. So the coaching staff is not a problem. They have a talent deficiency right now. And next season, when these guys are back, you know, especially Nick Bosa, especially George Kittle. Um, you know, you're going to see an improved team. And that's kind of, we're back in the 2018 mold. We might be right back where we were in 2019 in 2021. So I'm, um, I'm not super down on it. It just is what it is right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's what it is. Uh, this is this kind of the seasons a wash and we've all got to kind of move forward with it. So it's, it's, it's over the bye week and, and again, brighter futures. We want to Joe Staley coming on the pod. Man. Joe Staley is yes, coming on the pod. So we're, so we're super excited. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kick this one off. So you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Barr underscore. You can follow my guy, uh-huh. Javi.
0: <laughs> at JavierVague underscore. And, uh, of course, follow everything at ProFootballNetwork.com. Uh, the Mock Draft Simulator is up and updated. Uh, they do offer uh, it. – it is free for anyone who uses it, so you're able to get – Um, A user simulation or a CPU simulation. So if you want to work some trades, you want to check out different scenarios, it is available to you at ProFootballNetwork.com. Follow them on Twitter at PFN365. This is the final week for your uh, Brandon Ayuk Air Ayuk hoodies. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Um, The proceeds are going to the California Wildfire Relief Fund. Um, We want to make sure we give a decent donation to those folks who need it. Um, And, you know, holidays around the corner, man. It's Thanksgiving time. It's been a shitty 2020 Let's just all be happy. That's kind of where I'm at with shit. Like, let's be happy. And I've had a couple beers, so I feel good tonight, so.
1: Let's go. Let's be happy, and uh, yeah, man. So we'll be back Tuesday night talking to Joe Staley. He'll be on, so that pot will be out probably Wednesday morning. And then next weekend, we're talking with Eric Bakhtiari. So a lot of stuff lined up. Uh, We got another guest, and we're in the works to try and get a hold of. Someone from the team, so that would be a lot of fun to talk with them. Uh, Yeah, and we're going to keep hustling here. Uh, My DMs are open, too. You can send me some. I don't know if you want to. People like to <laughs> DM you more than me, but yeah, man, this is a, a kind of an encouraging win or a loss, I should
0: on say. Week, yeah, on, on to the, the, bye, the bye, bye week, baby. On to the bye week. On to the bye week. Get healthy. Just get healthy. All right. That'll do it. We'll see you guys uh, Tuesday night um, for our Joe Staley interview. Uh, be sure to check that out. But uh, until then, go Niners. Everyone stay safe. Peace.
1: Joe goddamn Staley. Me, me, me,
0: me, me, but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, p pip powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line?
1: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name and Price tool from Progressive.
0: Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> Bulbous. Whirlwrist. The Bulbous Whirlwrist. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive cream. Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with the fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the window. So get to Wendy's and always be baconating. We got
1: you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required.